Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm John, and in this bonus voicemail episode, I'm going to be looking at some additional voicemails I've received concerning primitive humans in games and how they might interact with more civilized humans. So let's crack on with that. Now, this conversation originally started in Season 2, Episode 36, Guerrilla Podcasting, where I mused a bit about how sort of simian ancestors and primitive humans might react to being thrown into close proximity with more civilised humans. And we've touched on it thanks to a number of voicemails that people have left me in a couple of bonus episodes. And I think the first set of calls we've got here today are from Joe. So take it away, Joe. Hey, John, it's Joe Richter calling in with more discussion on evolution and the history of our species. And all scientific evidence is starting to point to the fact that about 12,000 years ago, our planet got hit by a massive comet that smashed down in North America, which basically reset everything. So we don't know really what civilization was like before 12,000 years ago. Sea levels have changed dramatically over that time, and we continue to find more and more evidence underwater, underground, that civilization was far more advanced than we ever give it credit for in modern history. Because... Historians want to tell a linear story of evolution. We were, you know, uncivilized. Now we're civilized with no in-between. And that's just not the way it seems that it worked out. Peace out. Hey, John, it's Joe again. And I'm a bit confused by your use of the term modern human. I think you're meaning to say civilized human, that Neanderthals didn't interact with humans during recorded history. And that totally right but humans biologically speaking and evolutionarily speaking we've been the same for tens of thousands of years brain power mobility all that shit we've been the same for millennia so yeah that's that's a little confusing to me but biologically modern humans and neanderthals and all the other homo species absolutely interacted and more and more evidence keeps getting brought up to show that and like barney was talking about the dates keep getting pushed back and we don't really have a clue of what the history of our species is. Peace out. Thank you very much for that information, Joe. That was really interesting. And yes, you are absolutely right. I did mean civilized humans when I was saying that. So apologies if I caused any confusion with my consistent use of the phrase modern humans you know how it is when you're recording one of these podcasts and it's late night or early morning and your brain gets locked onto one set of phrases it's very difficult to switch tracks but yes i I did mean civilized humans and as both you and other people have said yeah absolutely right neanderthals um, homo sapiens did interact with each other in a sort of pre-civilized state but it's really, I'm really interested in the fact that I suppose civilized humans, you know, that sort of faux medieval level of civilization that D&D tends to have as a default, 
seems to exist concurrent with Neanderthals. They certainly feature in a number of the, the monster manual books. So I was interested in the idea of how humans at that level of civilization might interact with Neanderthals, you know. And I'm sure you're right, though, there may be some attempt to civilize them if we're even aware or believe that they are ancestors of ours. I could easily see the superstitious people of a typical D&D campaign setting just seeing Neanderthals as an entirely different species or refusing to acknowledge that they might be related to these ostensibly more primitive people. I've also got to say, Joe, thanks for your mention about this uh, this disastrous potential wiping out of earlier civilizations by natural disaster. I found that really interesting, and I'm planning to do a little bit more reading on that. I certainly think that has potential legs for an RPG campaign. I might see if I can tweak that to fit into my setting that I'm going to be designing in 2020. We'll just have to see how that goes. And if I remember, Monty Cook Games back in the D20 days uh, did a a supplement which dealt with the idea of like a meteorite or an asteroid crashing into a campaign world and what might happen as a result of it. I can't, I won't say Starfall, but I don't think that's entirely right. Unfortunately, I'm not with my book collection at the minute, so I can't look up what that was called. But I seem to remember that being a very interesting book and one of the, one of the sort of slightly more interesting um, books that was published during the heady glut of D20 products that came out at that time. But thank you very much for your call-ins, Joe. Really enjoyed listening to those. So next up, we have Jason Connolly from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Take it away, Jason. Hey, John. Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Um, I don't have it in front of me, just got to work sitting in the parking lot about to walk in but doesn't palladium there's some game where you have neanderthals or effectively neanderthals or more primitive humans is a group alongside regular humans i thought it was palladium fantasy might be a different one but there definitely is one where and they're kind of played up like as the orcs of the setting or whatever but i'll have to research that and get back to you as far as how real world it would work well, look how real world, you know, modern humans or the, the current modern humans treat more primitive species they come across. They, they, they have to assimilate them, right? We have to civilize them. So I, I don't think the two would live in harmony in the real world. I think we'd, ha- we'd feel the need to civilize them. Um, I'm not sure that's the, you know, the, the right answer, but I, but I, but it's the real world answer. I, it, it's, I think if you look throughout history, you, you know, we've always tried to make those other societies like ours. We try to bring them kicking, screaming into the quote unquote modern age. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It would turn out too good for that more primitive race. But, yeah, one of the games definitely does that. I, I sure can't remember which one off the top of my head, though. Um, my memory is not the same as it ever was, unfortunately. So. Anyhow, I'll talk to you later on. If I figure out what game I'm talking about, I'll I'll call you back or let you know which one it is. Looking forward to your Colonial Black Powder and, and your other efforts in the new year. Take care. 
That was Jason Connolly of the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Thank you very much for calling in, Jason. And yeah, I think you raise some great points there. I don't know about Palladium Fantasy. I never really had any direct experience with that. The nearest I got was I remember seeing a few adverts in old Dragon magazines. And whenever I spoke to anyone about it, they were like, oh, the rule book's like thicker than the Gutenberg Bible. And it's like rulesy AF which pretty much led to me being like, nah, that does not sound like the game for young John. So I just moved along. And I suppose part of me now does think, oh, you know, maybe I should have given it more of a look and made my own mind up. But certainly back here in my younger days, I relied quite a lot on the the opinion of people who'd like been in the gaming industry and the hobby longer than me to sort of like inform my purchasing decisions. But I seem to remember... Like I think it might be like Earth Dawn and Shadow Run. Uh, I seem to remember that in Shadow Run, when magic returned to the world and various people's like dormant magical DNA, or however they phrased it, reactivated, turning them into like orcs and trolls and whatnot. That each of those was classed as like a subspecies of humanity with like a sort of faux latin tag and like homo arcanus and stuff like that i'm sure it's not actually one but i'm not a massive fan of shadow run so i don't really have the in-depth knowledge of it but i'm sure they had like different tags for these subspecies of humans which match to like your hobbits your orcs your elves stuff like that and that is definitely something i'm considering doing for my colonial black powder game because I want to have some of the fantasy races, and I've pretty much got it narrowed down to like elves, humans, and orcs at the moment. But I quite like the idea of having those different races be portrayed as like offshoots or different branches of humanity. But that may evolve, for want of a better term, as I continue working on the campaign. Thanks for your well wishes. I hope you have a great new year jason and that is it for this bonus voicemail episode thank you very much to my two callers joe and jason i really do enjoy reading and listening to these voicemails and these correspondences that i've received it really makes podcasting worthwhile and feel more like a dialogue to me so if you have any thoughts on things we've talked about here any suggestions for things you'd like to see in future episodes or you just want to chew the fat a bit, you can either get in touch with me by emailing reddicediaries at gmail.com. You can leave me a voicemail message on the Anchor app. Or if you want to leave a voicemail, but you don't really like that whole one-minute limitation that Anchor imposes, you can always record your voicemail as like an MP3 file or something using like Audacity, and then just attach it to an email and send it along to reddicediaries at gmail.com i look forward to hearing your thoughts and i really do love getting those voicemails in so until i speak to you again take care and whatever you're playing have fun and may your dice always roll 20s